Welcome to another episode of The Problem Is Not The Problem Thinking Development Podcast. And I'm your host as usual, Aki Udubito. I'm a medical doctor, a medical literacy expert, and I'm an avid, avid thinking skills evangelist. Thinking is the fundamental human resource. All problems are thinking problems. And all solutions will be thinking solutions. So, improve your thinking, improve your world. Improve the thinking of others, improve their worlds. And if we all improve our thinking, then we can all improve, yes, the world. We can improve the world. Today, today's topic is think like fire. Think like fire, the parable of the tree and you. I'll say that again. Today's topic is think like fire, hyphen, the parable of the tree and you. This is going to be a little mini-series, and you'll understand why as you listen. Great. So, in a lot of what is termed now, or referred to as ancient cosmology, there are generally four elements, not in the scientific sense, but in that cosmological construct. And there are four key elements. Air, water, earth, and fire. Air, water, earth, and fire. And today, I'm telling you to think like fire because there's something very interesting about the way fire behaves that I think that if me and you and your neighbor and my sister and my brother and your cousin if we can think like fire for a bit, maybe we can change the world and make it even better. And where the tree comes in is that these four disparate elements, some of which are complete opposites, complete negatives, complete, for example, Fire and water do not gel. They do not connect. Water kills fire. Fire can't kill water. Water kills fire. And that's why part of my book, one of the chapters when I was talking about common errors in thinking, we spoke a bit about rock logic and water logic. Water is powerful. Water can't quench water can quench fire fire can't quench water but it can purify it the terms and conditions apply if it, if, if there are environmental factors at play water can fire can purify water i will get back to that because um, so even though 
I consider myself a thinking schools evangelist. I am not the 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 law of attraction uh, type thinking skills. That's more of thoughts. So I'm not in the I'm not talking about the thoughts are things group or ideas, even though I believe that yes, thoughts are things. I'm not talking specifically now about visualization and affirmation, even though I believe there is merit to a lot of that. Because I know that with repetition and uh, uh, with repetition of an idea, repetition of an idea, eventually that idea will manifest in some shape, form, or the other. But that's not what I'm talking about because those things are more in the realm of thoughts. I'm talking about thinking. And in this context, thinking is about how thoughts is processed for outcomes. Let me say that again. When I teach thinking, what I'm talking about is how thoughts are processed to get the desired outcome. Great. So there's the thoughts uh, crowd. There's the thoughts school of thoughts. <laughs> Interesting. But I'm I'm talking about the I'm talking about conscious thinking. So I teach conscious thinking, not unconscious thinking and not subconscious thinking even though we will dip our toes into those things a bit every now and then because they are still part of thinking great so today we're talking about thinking like fire think like fire think like fire of the four elements that we mentioned earlier and like i said some of them completely opposite to fire water opposite air and earth you know, air, invisible, but everywhere you can feel it. And earth is ground, you know. So, so those four elements are, were very, are very interesting, but different things. However, in some oriental cosmology, or better said, uh, in Naruto, for those of you who are anime fans, I always wondered about why the wood, I mean, the, 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 the centerpiece of the story was the leaf village and how wooden jutsus or wooden, you know, techniques, jutsus are combat techniques that are related to wood were among the strongest of techniques. And it's, ever since I noticed it, it's always... It's always interested me why, why, why is the wood supposed to be the strongest of them all? Until it struck me that, aha, yes, now I understand why wood is the strongest because of the tree. What does that mean? So let's talk a bit about, we'll, we'll go back to that. So let's talk a bit about fire. Now, fire had to be discovered in quotes of the four elements only fire is not normal only fire is not natural 
so <clears throat> you can see water right away and say oh this is water you can walk on the ground right you say oh yes this is the earth and then you can feel the breeze and say oh that is air but fire is not appreciable or appreciated in that sense fire is not a stand alone thing fire occurs in nature only in very very in a very narrow limited scope so yes while i can give you a bowl full of air without any problems i can bring you a bowl full of water without any problems i can bring you a bowl full of earth you know stones soil whatever no problem but i can't give you a bowl of fire because fire doesn't stand alone fire does not exist in nature as a singular construct except in a very few cases and very narrow scope of cases great so when i say think like fire before we get to that the tree so for example fire in nature is mostly either a volcano which is you know so when fire comes from underneath the when molten rock so it's not even it's not pure fire and that's one of the interesting things about fire it's fire and earth together that become a volcano that then you know erupts it's fire and water that become like geysers you know together uh, it's fire it's it and it's interesting so fire by itself doesn't stand alone but the what the it's corollary in quotes as it were because when you think about the idea of fire it's two things one is light and heat light and heat and so it's corollary is probably the sun so the sun in quotes is the first fire but that's not how the ancients thought of it then when they were saying fire air water earth the only one of the unusually uh, when fire is left unguarded it is a it can be terrible there's, there's an adage that says that fire is a good servant but a terrible master and its destructive force is immense it's immense in 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 oriental philosophy is you would say it's it's very young you know yin and yang so fire is very young it's very outward it's very extroverted if, if i might borrow that phrase so that's not what we're talking about what we're talking about is the tree and we'll come back to thinking like thinking like fire in a, in a bit because the tree is the only thing the tree wood is the only thing is the only way and space where all the four elements can 
coexist simultaneously. Let me say that again. The tree is the only substance in nature that can house all the four elements. What do I mean? Well, the tree has roots. The roots are connected to the earth. So there's earth. Those roots go and they look for water under the earth. Uh, under the earth or water that's fallen from the rain and everything that's water the, the the tree has leaves which exchange oxygen for carbon dioxide which is air and the tree also does photosynthesis where it takes light from the sun and then it uses that light and, and in a way that is completely harmonious in a way that is completely harmonious we can have four very different elements coexist because of the tree which is where the parable of the tree and you which is part of the title of this podcast is what is worth thinking about and so this today is about thinking like fire. The next, our next podcast is going to be thinking like water. The next is going to be thinking like earth. And the next is going to be like thinking like, yes, you guessed it, air. Think like air. Beautiful. And as we move forward, let's know these things, which kind of like are now the crux of the matter. Number one is. One of the most interesting behavior of fire... Now, remember, we're talking about thinking skills development, yeah? One of the most interesting things about fire is that fire always points up. Strike a match, the fire points up. Bend it to the side, put on a gas burner, the fire goes up. When a building is on fire, the fire goes up. Nobody else does that. Of the different elements, the only element that does not, that in quotes, always tries to defy gravity is fire. Let me say that again. The only element that tries to defy gravity of the four principal elements is fire. When water comes as a wave, eventually it crashes down. Even if it's a tsunami. When it's rain, same thing. Air, clouds, same thing. There is no... There's almost no situation where... And even the air itself, where gravity, in quotes, does not exert itself in the elements, except in fire. Everywhere fire is... Fire is trying to go up, 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 up. And that's interesting. And what does that tell you or teach you as a thinker? Well, it tells you and teaches you that you should always keep, as Neil, De, Neil deGrasse Tyson say, would say, would say, keep looking up. No matter how bad things are, no matter how challenging things are, no matter how tough things are, always look up. Always defy gravity. Always look for the way to, to keep your heads up. 
when, when things are pushing you down, keep your eyes up. If you can keep your eyes up, if someone's trying to make you lie down flat, make sure that it's flat on your back where your eyes can still go up. Because fire goes up. So think like fire. That's the first point. The second point is timing or immediacy. Fire is such a strange thing. So when you start a fire, the fire fire requires action. It requires action. Unlike air, unlike water, unlike earth, if fire doesn't have anything to do, it will die. If fire doesn't have anything to do, if it's not passed on, you know, as a torch, if it's not put with firewood or gas to cook, if it's not put into, into, if fire stays alone, it dies. When fire stays alone, it dies. So what does this teach you as a thinker? It means that, yes, um, maybe you're good, maybe you're fire, but you need to be around others. You need to collaborate. You need to connect and you need to get stuff done. And to get stuff done, you need to connect fast. You need to be connected with people fast. Because if fire does not find support early, fire will die. With the, but with the right support, a same single strike of a match, if you toss it onto gasoline, it can cause an explosion. So, when we say think like fire to the thinker, what we are saying in essence is get connected with others. Get connected with other people that can help. Get connected with other organizations that can help you as a thinker. Being a thinker doesn't mean you're the best person in the world. It doesn't mean you're the most intelligent person in the world. It doesn't mean you're the most resourced person in the world. It doesn't even mean that you're the most resourceful person in the world. All it means is that you are good at processing your thoughts intelligently and marshalling, processing your thoughts towards a, a certain outcome. A certain outcome. So, the first thing about fire is fire is always going up, 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 up. Fire is always looking upwards, 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 upwards. Fire is always trying to defy gravity. Secondly, we've spoken about the immediacy. Fire wants, fire is impatient, as it were. Fire needs other stuff. Fire cannot exist, unlike the other three elements, it cannot just exist in isolation. It needs to be connected with others for it to grow for it to be for it to be more useful. So when I say think like think like fire, the lesson there is 
you have the idea, you have this, you have something in mind, you need to go and quickly, 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 quickly look for collaborators. Find, if I was talking to fire, I would say find something that is combustible because you touch something that is combustible or something that just, yeah, vulnerable, then you can grow. But without that, you won't. Immediacy, and it's something that needs to be done quickly. Because it, fire can stay, but not for long, and not if it, if it doesn't have any help, if it doesn't have any connections, if it's not able to touch something else to help it, fire will die. That's the second point. Now, there's, there are many points, really, to talk, that I can talk about, but here are a few I want to specifically draw your attention to. We've spoken a bit about how fires are. So fire is not in quote of quote normal and yes it is a whole it, it can be a fantastic servant consider how fire has changed a lot of life on earth we can cook purify stuff purify which is where i said you know it's true that water will always quench fire in a con- in direct context in a direct context however in certain contexts Fire improves water. But there's something that's also interesting is that of the four elements, the one that feeds fire. Now, this is not materials now. I'm talking of the four elements. So fire, wind, slash air, water, and earth. The only one that directly helps fire so water quenches fire. Earth tolerates fire. Air, however, is a different matter. The relationship between fire and air is really interesting. There is an amount of air and a type of air that when a fire is exposed to, it is snuffed out. So strike a match. You need to cover it, you know, if it's windy, otherwise, strike a match. Yes, it does catch fire, but the wind comes, swipes it away. Another match, the wind comes, swipes it away. Another match. However, when you bring it out and then you cover it for a bit, so that the wind doesn't get to it, at some point, it then gets its own character, as it were. I can stand alone for some time, you know, Time, maybe time enough to, you know, light a gas cooker. Maybe time enough to to set up the grill. Maybe time enough to put on a candle. But the same air that would snuff out that matchstick will feed. It will, so air that would destroy the fire on the matchstick will feed the fire. In a wildfire in the jungle, in the in the jungle. So, because how do wildfires start? Really, really, in nature, it's lightning. So lightning strikes. It strikes a place, a time, and often a tree. And when that tree is struck, because of the potential difference and the high voltage. Of the, elect- of the lightning strike, the tree 
bursts. The resistance is so much, and that resistance turns it to heat, which makes it combustible, and we then set it on fire. And if water was there, water would have quickly quenched it. If earth was available, earth could have quenched it. However, air will find a way to help the fire. Now, it may be... In, I'm almost doing some anthropomorphism. I'm not saying that they do this. It's not like I'm not saying they're contesting <laughs> as well. What I'm saying, it, though, is that air, of all the four elements, is fire's best friend. Water is clearly an enemy. Earth is just, is just tolerant. But air, air, air is its best friend. Air is the best friend of fire. But not all air is the best for fire. We take so to the question of intensity. Intensity. The right intensity of air and the right intensity of fire can bring out incredible results. The right intensity of fire and the wrong intensity of air can kill the fire. Fire cannot kill air, but air can help fire. Help, air can kill fire, and yet air as well is the only one that can help fire. So what does this mean to you as a thinker? It means that you need to understand and evaluate the relationships in your life and understand that something is good does not mean it is good for you. I'll say that again. That something is good does not mean it is good for you. It does not mean it's good for you. So one needs to keep that in mind, keep that in thoughts, and find out in your relationships and in your commitments and the different things you do, as you think your way through, you need to decide that, yes, so it's easy to determine what is water, in quotes, when ideas and opinions and people and relationships come that clearly, I mean, it's easy to say, this is the, in quote of quote, enemy. Water is easy to do. And earth is also kind of easy to understand. You understand that you're just being tolerated. And then the power dynamics are a bit tricky. But air, 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 air is one you need to pay attention to. Because with the right air, your ideas will expand. Explode. With the right air, your ideas will grow. With the right air, your thinking is clearer, it's sharper when you think like fire. And fire is touching air. Like-minded people connecting. Those ideas together, they connect and, and help and make the world a better place, a more beautiful place, a more harmonious place. In, in, in less, using tools that ordinarily should have been, could be used for destruction instead into stuff that can be used for construction and, and 
you say construction yes marine construction you do know that the oil rigs and stands and all those things at the bottom some of the things on that you know on the seabed they need to be welded or soldered and stuff so water fire can exist underwater but fire can't exist underwater alone find out that when people so because when, when they're doing marine construction or they're trying to fix something so when the divers go in into the water they go in with their own oxygen tanks to help them breathe themselves however at the point of action they also have an, a dedicated tank that is there to fuel the flame and it is so strong and so concentrated the amount of oxygen they have that even underwater, and I'm talking about not just underwater, I'm talking about seabed underwater, at like where the deepest parts of, yes, that's what I'm talking about. At that level, even at that level, fire can still burn. Fire can still burn, fire can still be used to cut stuff, fire can be used to, be sh to shape stuff, fire can be used to even underwater. Why? Because it has air. It has the support of air. Find your supporters. Some of your supporters are going to be people who are bigger than you. Some of your supporters are people who are at your own level. They're going to be some of the supporters are going to be people who are upcoming and not yet at your level. But irrespective, look for air. Look for good air. Look for good air. And how do you identify it? As a thinker, you find it e that there are people who are easier to think with and think about stuff with, and there are people who are not. And I'm not even talking about those who are antagonistic. Antagonistic is completely different. But in picking up a team, in team building, in growing a structure, it's very, very important. Really, really important that people need to pay attention that you need to pay attention and make sure that you're making connections the right connections obviously with the right kind of people because if the right kind of people air can connect with you when you think like fire fire then even under water you will still be potent and effective to robbins will often say it's not about resources as much as it's about resourcefulness. And it, it, that, that's a bit cliche, and I know how tough it can be, be to be underwater. So imagine that you are there, you are underwater, but you are fire. And I say, and I'm telling you, think like fire, think like fire. Fire, water will kill fire. Easy. And that's why a lot of people trans, um, relocate and immigrate to other places because. They are underwater and they have ideas like fire and they just cannot stay together unless there's oxygen, unless there's air. There is a kind of air, there are kind of relationships that you have, there are ideas, kind of ideas that you have, that if you take those things and marshal them and use them along with you, your own thinking when you think like fire, do you know what happens? Even underwater, you are potent and effective and you get results time and time and time and time and time again.
So, to recap briefly, fire is a mass is, is an amazing servant, a horrible master. Yes, here are the things we can learn from fire. One, fire is always looking up, finding ways to defy gravity. No matter what angle you put it, fire will point up. Two, immediacy. Fire needs support quickly, otherwise it dies. If fire has nothing to hold on to or connect with, it dies. And so when you think like fire, you need to understand that you need to quickly, quickly find people you can collaborate with, otherwise the fire will die. Three, it's a matter of intensity. Intensity. Intensity and identifying relation. So with intensity, it's simple. One match is okay. Two matches, you know, can do, yes. More fire, 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 fire. No, no, no. The power and then even the, the, the kind of, the nature of the fire changes based on the temperature or on, on the substance that is burning itself. So there's something about intensity and fire because fire eventually has is is of uh, essentially is about heat and light and light is about vision is ability to see and it's also about visibility when you put on a light you do not put it on that bushel you put it up where it can give light to everyone else heat is what drives us it's drives the entire human body, it's how when we sweat, it's how we can move. Heat is important as well. So, so don't forget that intensity matters as well. And I've also said four, in case you were counting, uh, sensitivity, fire needs to find air because all the others are either enemies or barely tolerating them. But as fire, you need to look for air. Because when you find air, as fire, even underwater, and I'm talking about seabed, you will still be effective. Because, but, but it's because you build the right relationships, you've gotten the right connections, and you're plugged into the right communities. And with that, that's how you can think like fire. Thank you very much and catch you in the next podcast. This has been Think Like Fire, the parable of the tree and you. And I have been your host, Dr. Aki Odubito, medical doctor, medical literacy expert, thinking skills evangelist and author, dare, dare I say so, <laughs> plug, of Africa's premier book on the direct teaching of thinking as a skill. You can follow us um, on Thinker's Edge, on Instagram, Twitter, Facebook, everywhere else, and uh, catch you in the next one. Have a lovely day. Bye for now.